what would happen if we didn't just show up to church services and revival services because it was another thing to do. I'm excited. Revival, yay. Sound music. I love the worship team. You got to come to this revival service. They have a great worship team. That's not what revival services are about. Revival services is meant to transform us. It's meant to, for us to have an encounter with God that doesn't stay when I leave this building. I wonder what would happen if we would not be um, okay with just being good Christians, but we would get to a point where we want to be sold out ones. Ones that are sold out for the cause of Christ. And you may say, oh, but I am sold out. Have you left all? Have you left all to follow Jesus? Do, are we still talking about that? Because Jesus didn't save you for you to be excited. He saved you so he can transform you. He saved you so he can adjust you. He saved you so he can thrust you out of hell and thrust you into the kingdom of light. And you can be a light bearer. And you can walk out there and be an ambassador for Jesus Christ. He didn't save you for your dancing. I wonder what it would look like Look at this room. Look at all these people. If we collectively will truly be sold out believers. I wonder what it would look like on your job. In your business. Young people in your school. In your classrooms. Where you're not clowning the teacher. Where you're asking your teacher. How can I help you? I'll stay a little later to help you. Do you need any what are we talking about? We, we should be living out as called out ones. We look different than everyone else. We respond to adversity. It doesn't mean that we don't go through adversity, but we respond differently. Why? Because greater is he that is in me than he that is against me. That is in the world. I wonder what it would be lo looked like if we would just be unique and different and choose to stand out and not try to fit in. If we would truly live out from the place that I'm filled with the spirit. Why are we filled with the spirit? For tongues? That's a benefit. But he didn't say go and wait in the upper room for tongues. Wait in the upper room for my spirit. Because when the Holy Spirit comes and dwells on the inside of you, rivers of living water will begin to flow from us. And wherever we go, life is the, res is the results. Wherever we go, life is on the other side. Life in our community, life in our workspace, life in our home. But we come here and shout and sing to the Lord, but we're at home shouting and screaming at our children. At our loved ones, guys, people of God. We live, are we really doing this? 
Are we really living out as called out ones? Are we truly, I left it all to follow Jesus. I dropped my net. I dropped myself. I left my ashes behind. I left my past behind. I left what I did behind. I'm drinking from the fountain of living water. I've been redeemed. I've been saved. I've been delivered. I've been restored. I've been made whole. And it's not by what I say, but just look at my life. Can people look at you and see that there is something different from who you used to be to who you are now? Or do you fit in? I hope that you are disrupted by what I'm saying. That you are disrupted out of your appetite for the world. That what I'm saying is making, I pray that after tonight and these several nights, that you would be disgusted at the fact that you once had appetite for the things that are totally against God. I do. I hope that the things when you're flipping through the te television, you, I can't really sign off on this. I can't really participate. My eyes can't gaze on that because it is a, it is, it is a disruption to the God that I serve. I know, I know y'all didn't come for this. I, I, I get it. I understand that. I, I didn't know I was going to say this. I know we want to hear, just make me feel good, Pastor Nadine. I just want to jump blessed and highly favored. I just, I just want that. I want to be blessed and highly favored. I want to be blessed in the east and the west. Add the north and the south. I want the favor of God. I want to be oiled in the favor of God. And, and yes, God does all of that. But God is concerned about our souls. We got people in church that's not in Christ. Coming to a revival service doesn't mean you're in Christ. Singing the songs. We got people serving in ministry that is not in Christ. Am I talking to someone today? That needs to change. Why? Because this is an hour that we are living in. And I believe the return of Jesus is nigh. The tools in the Bible. I see the time. But we're going to do this. I told the Lord, don't give me a mic if you don't want to speak through me. I don't want to speak my opinions. I don't want to speak. Everything that I'm saying, I'm saying I'm including me. Because there we do all these things and we come to the revival nights and we shout and we praise and we sing and we dance. And he still says, depart from me. I never knew you. The twos. The Bible says there are two roads. One is narrow, one is wide. He said the wide path, everyone is on that path. 
It doesn't cost me anything. I can live how I want, do what I want, say what I want. And every now and again, I could plug my card into the Jesus ATM machine and get what I want from him. It's wide. And many enter therein. But there's another path. And the scripture says it is narrow. And on that narrow path, it will cost you. Well, what? I thought salvation is free. It is free, but it will cost you your will. It will cost you your desires. It will cost you yourself. You have to put yourself on the altar of sacrifice. I don't want to do those things anymore. I don't want to say those things anymore. I don't want to think like that anymore. Lord, transform me. Lord, change me. Lord, change the trajectory of my life. And let me tell you something. When it it says repent, it doesn't mean I was going in this direction and now I turn around and I start going in another direction. I got to get off this path. Y'all hearing me? I got to get off of this path and get on to the narrow one. Here's what Jesus says about the narrow path. Very few find it. So in a room like this, very few will find it. It's not because it's lost or obscured. It's not because it's blurry. It's because I want my way. I want my will. God, you come along, so you follow me. My plans, God, you follow my plans. I've been dreaming about these plans. I, I'm not willing to drop my nets, God. The Bible says there are two paths. He also said there's two foundations. Foundation made out of sand and a foundation made out of rock. The sand, a man builds his house on that. The rock, another man builds his house on that. Winds and adversity blows on the house. Both of them get the same wind. Both of them get the same adversity, but only one house stands. The house that was built on the rock. Know what the rock represents yes it represents Jesus but even more detailed than that which is the part we don't like it represents those who do the will of Jesus those who actually apply his teaching it's, it's not enough to know the word it's not enough to believe the word I have to know it and believe it until the point I apply it to my life. I have to actually do the word. I have to actually live the word. And we got many saints that ain't living the word of God. So you can't, you're confused when you look at them. Uh, wait a minute, are you actually in Christ? I, 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 I couldn't tell. two paths two foundations and now I'll say this there were two sets of virgins five and five this is all in the Bible it's for our instruction but it's also for our warning 
We can't go into a church like this and not be reminded. Here is what it says. Revival should change us. It should transform. It shouldn't get you just excited. Excitement is not going to do anything for you when you meet the adversity of the one who roars like a lion and desires to sift you like wheat. Five and five. And the Bible says they both looked the part they had on the wedding dress. But five weren't ready for the groom. Oh, they were in the vicinity. They probably would have gone to a church service. They probably went to revival every time there was a revival. They were in the front. When Pastor Tom called them, they came to the, they weren't even kids or young adults. They were here. Pastor Charles and the team. Yes. But they weren't ready. Singing the songs, but not ready. For the groom's return. Church, are you ready? Oh, well, I, I, I got time. I'm going to get ready. No man knows the day or the hour. We can't say we have time. Look at the world. You don't see the signs in front. He said you will be able to see the signs taking place. Don't worry. What does he tell you to do? Look up. Redemption draws nigh. But we're steady building our homes. And I'm not saying you can't do that. We're, we're building our bank accounts. We're storing up treasures on earth. Where moths will rust and destroy it. And no one is thinking about my eternity. Church, do you think about your eternity? Every one of those tools I just mentioned, all of them have an eternal state. But there's only two eternal states. There's no in-between. I know we try to live like that, but can I tell you, there is no in-between. It wasn't a narrow path, a medium path, an enlarged path, a big, big, bigger path. It was narrow and wide. Ten virgins, ready, not ready. Two foundation, sand, rock. Oh, in between sand, rock. There's only two. You're either in Christ or you are not. And each of those have one of two eternal state. Eternity with God and eternity without God. Eternity in heaven and eternity hell where there is weeping and gnashing of teeth. And you may say, well, that's a little um, condemn, con condemning. No. This is love. Why? Because he desires that no man, no woman, no person should perish. These are not my words. It's in the book. If we're not too distracted to read it. 
It's in the book. Well, the pastor didn't tell me that. It's in the book. You know, the book that you say that you follow, that you apply the truth, you actually need to read it outside of when the pastor says, now turn to. I was going to say sorry, but I'm not. If you never step foot in another church, if you never step foot in another revival service, may this, what I just said tonight, wreck you. May it disrupt you. Feel uneasy. You know what the disciples did when Jesus said somebody would betray me? I think they asked a great question. They self-examined. Is it me, Lord? Is she, is she talking about me, Lord? Am I on the sand, Lord? Am I, am, am I not dressed for the groom? Am I not ready for the groom, Lord? Is it, is it me? Self, Paul said to self-examine, to see if you are actually, this is Paul's word, in the faith. Who was he talking to? Believers. church this ain't a condemning message it's truth and it's love and we're not preaching it not clc we just went through end times we're definitely preaching it but it's not the message of today it's not appealing to the masses we can't get the people in the doors with a message like that okay you get them in the doors and you don't give them a message like that then you don't get them into the kingdom Y'all, I thought my throat was messed up, but I, I guess it's not. I didn't prepare. I didn't have that prepared to say. I did it. But God did. God did. I was just trying to talk about honoring pastors Tom and Candy and destiny helpers. And he said, tell them there's two paths. Okay, destiny helper, tell them there's two paths. Destiny helper, tell them there were 10 virgins. Five made it. There are things in the scriptures that I want you to wrestle with what I just said, okay? Just, just let it sit in the precipice of your heart and in the crevices of your mind. Don't let it leave you. Drive home with it. I, I had this conversation with my eldest daughter. Are you in the faith? Tanae, she's watching online. Are you ready? God has given her all these dreams. I said, that's in his mercy. He's given you these dreams to warn you. Because when the trumpet sounds, you can't get ready. There's no getting ready. And so let it, let it sit inside of you and and when you're looking at your loved ones, think about what I just said. Are you sharing the good news with them? Do they know that there are twos? 
that they're on one of them. And you say, well, I can't. I don't know. I don't want to offend. Offend? Offend is to not tell them. And then they stand before him and said, I didn't know. That's offensive. That's not love. No, because I love you. I'm tell- Don't say it in a condemning way. I hope I, I didn't sound condemning. I'm not trying to be condemning. Amen. Be truthful because I love you. And then you get on your knees and you intercede and cry out to the Lord on their behalf because you can't save them. He can. You don't open their eyes. He does. But he uses you as a vessel to plant the seed. 